you're at with your business. You might be in the startup phase, you might be looking for some growth, you might be ready to completely scale. Either way, you've landed here on that Brand Show podcast. And today, we're going to give you some tips to help you grow your business. Because it doesn't matter where you are at, but more so where you want to go. Some of you might be sitting there thinking, well, I would really love to achieve XYZ. But you might not know the steps to get there. And that's okay. Because chances are, if you haven't been there before, you're not going to know the way there. The path hasn't been cleared for you yet. But that's where I come in. I'm here to help you achieve those. I'm here to clear that path with you and for you so that you can achieve that growth, so you can reach those goals and so that you can live a life that you dream of. You can hold space for other people then to do the same. Welcome to That Brain Show where we think a little different, challenge the norm and provide a platform for you to thrive, invest and shift your mind, your business and your brain to bring you what you need to truly become the thriving entrepreneur. You are about to get a whole array of inspiration and thought-provoking content that will help you to truly master your brand, stand out, and be seen. The podcast that supports you to lean away from the norm and into your unique self, creating the brand, business, and life that you've always dreamt of while making a massive impact in doing so. This is the start of something amazing for you, and I'm absolutely thrilled to be part of your journey. So welcome to That Brand Show with me as your host, Simone Griffiths, founder of the MDB Method and Branded Magazine, plus a massive supporter of those small business owners who are ready to step up and create the life that they deserve. You guessed it. Today, we're going to be talking about business growth. And in this episode, I want to give you six ways that you can properly manage your business growth. You see, last year, 2020, if you're listening to this in real time, it was it was a trying year for some, for many. But then on the other hand, there were so many people that I worked with and that I know of that have experienced massive amounts of growth, like explosions of growth. And I want that for you too. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to struggle. But lately I'm being contacted by some people who did experience that growth and they're not sure how to maintain it how to stay ahead of it, and how to go to that next level as well. Because like all things, once you do start to see that growth, you want more of it, right? So here are six easy ways that you can manage your business growth. Number one, you must know where you're headed. It's like a no-brainer, right? Big vision will act as your compass through all of these different periods of growth. Now, Uh, you know the old sayings like, you know, next level, next problem, new level, new problems. Like That is true. Once you reach a certain level, then they become different problems. But if you don't know where you're going in the first place, how can you ever get there? How can you ever expect anyone to follow you to get there? So like all things, you know that my number one thing is going to be clarity. You have to know where you're headed. Clarity around all your objectives, especially if you want to break it down. So if you experience growth and then you want to do that again, you want to replicate it, you can always do a review. But most people set goals or they they want to do their, their big vision growth. And big vision is great because it will get you through. It'll act like your compass as you travel through these periods of growth. And like I've said in previous episodes, 
the end game. It's important to know your end game. But what's also important is to know the steps that will get you there. So if you've been listening to me for a while, you'll know that I like to have an end game in place. So before, with any business, before I invest into a business, before I join up in a business, before I look at my own business, when I started this business, I had an end game in mind, the big picture, that big vision of what I wanted to achieve with it. Because otherwise, what's the point? If you're just going, you're like a sail or a boat without a sail. You're at the whim of the elements and you're at the whim of your customers. You're at the whim of the markets if you don't have a big vision, that end game that you can tap into to pull you through the hard times and to celebrate when you get there. So know your end game. Like I've said in the past, I then like to break things down. So if you go for annual goals, which most people do, most people do vision boards and set their goals New Year's, You don't need permission from anyone to set a goal on New Year's Eve for a New Year's resolution. And you also don't need a a permission, any permission from anyone to set a goal every day. You can set your goals as often, as frequently or as infrequently as you would like, whatever works for you. Just find what works and go with it. But when you do, look at your 12 months out. And then what I like to do, I like to break it down. I chunk it down into quarters because... I know that sometimes reaching those bigger goals, those 12-month goals, if I look at it from today, it might seem hard. But when I break it down into quarters, it's easy. And then if you want further steps, you can break it down into months. You can track it that way. But it also gives you a very, very easy way to step it out. So find that clarity around your objectives. Know where you're headed. Everything should point towards that big vision goal, that end game. But know where you're headed. So if you set, you want to grow in a particular area this year, you want to grow across the board this year, set different markers, different milestones, different benchmarks that you can meet as a target. Because if you don't have these, you're kind of going to be at the whim and then you'll get to December next year if you're looking at 12 months and you'll be like, geez, I didn't achieve half that. And that's not a place that I want you to be. And I'm sure that's not a place where you want to be either. So know where you're headed. The second way to manage your growth is through investing. Now, I know that some people are probably like, what? What? Look, investing in yourself to start with, paying yourself first, investing in your growth. Look, investing in you is probably going to be the smallest investment with the biggest dividends. How can you expect your company to grow if you can't or if you don't know how to get there? Now, investing in yourself doesn't mean going to, you know, some rah-rah sort of sideshow or anything like that. Investing in yourself is about your own growth and development, what level you're at. It might be reading a book. It might be taking on a mentor. It might be doing a course. It might be attending a seminar. It might be, you know, an industry conference that you can attend where you get to mingle and meet like-minded people. There's many ways that you can invest in yourself, but through doing this, investing in yourself, you are going to see the greatest dividends. Now, while we're talking about investing, there is another little extra bit on that. Invest in your team. Grow your team before you feel ready. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and be reckless and hire 20 people if you don't need them, but there are things that you are doing in your business right now that just, they're the $10 ticket items. 
for the $10 task when you should really be focusing on the $1,000 tasks or the $10,000 tasks. You don't need to do everything in your business to have it work. So invest in a team. I'm sure there are people out there who absolutely love to take this off your hands. Grow your team before you feel ready because by the time that you feel ready, people are going to surpass you. When you feel ready, it's probably going to be too late. But if you do it before you feel ready, you're going to see that growth. They're going to become a part of the team. And I mean like a real team. You're going to experience it together and they're going to be some of your greatest assets through thick and thin, good and bad. So invest in yourself because it is going to pay the biggest dividends in the shortest amount of time and invest in your team. Grow your team before you feel ready because they'll be with you through those growth periods, through the next stage and the next stage and the next stage. And you know what? I think it's an African proverb is if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So if you have a big vision goal, if you have that end game in mind and it's massive, and sometimes, you know what, your end game should scare you a little. It should make you think, oh, geez, can I do that? Or if I was to do that, once I achieve that, the impact that that will have on whoever it is that you target, whoever it is that you best serve, it should be massive and it should give you little butterflies in your stomach. It should be that thing that it might seem scary now, but you're working towards it anyway. And your team are going to help you get there. So grow your team before you feel ready and invest in yourself. You are the number one part of your business. Without you, what would it be? Even if you have a team, generally people who are entrepreneurs are visionaries. They don't like to, if you're anything like me, I should say, you, I don't particularly like the nitty gritty, the day to day sort of things, but there are certain parts that I enjoy. Yes. But overall, I'm not the nitty gritty kind of person. That being said, I love the visions. I love serving people. I love connecting with people. So I have people in my team that help take away those tasks that I know I'm going to procrastinate on if I need to do it, that take me a lot longer than what they can to do it. And you know what? They do it better. So why not let them do it? They enjoy doing it. Then I can focus on the things that really matter to me. And I want that for you and your business because that is when you are going to experience those quantum leaps. That is when you're going to experience that that rapid growth when you can focus on the things that give you the results in that area. And number three, be prepared to spend a little as you grow, just not the whole bank. What I mean by this is lessons will come in all shapes and sizes, some big, some small. And until you learn the lesson, you'll keep seeing these problems arise within your business, especially on these periods of growth. Like periods of growth, I think are there to Just make sure that we're able to cope to get to that next level. You know, like it's always the darkest before the storm. Once that storm clears, it's amazing. And then you move on to the next one because if you're anything like me, it's contagious. You want that buzz. You want that feeling. You want to achieve. You want to be of more service. You want to have a bigger impact. 
So with each lesson, what I find personally is if I don't get the lesson the first time, it'll come back, yeah, a little bit bigger, then a little bit bigger. And then if I really just don't get the lesson, it'll be like a smack in the face, someone taking a phone book and throwing it at me. So get the lesson, get it early, learn the lesson. Don't try and do what I used to do, which was just push it all under the rug. These lessons are here for a reason. And when you learn the lesson, it will help you when you reach that next level. It will help you to gain that next level of success. And then the next one, and then the next one. Because remember, lessons, some people call them lessons, some people call them failures, some people call them whatever. These lessons that we get in our life. Firstly, we never get anything that we can't handle, but they're there to help us and guide us through. It's, it's an opportunity for growth. And when you lean into that, not only do you get the lesson a lot sooner, it becomes fun. You know, I actually really like solving problems. I think that I like the challenge, I guess you would say. So when I come up with a problem or a lesson that I need to learn, I like to lean into it because one, I don't like wasting time. I don't want to go and repeat over and over and over again. Geez, I've done that enough. I want to get the lesson. I want to get in and I want to get to that next level because there's no point wasting time. I'm not here to be on that hamster wheel just going round and round and round and round. I'm here to see results. I'm here to help you achieve results and I'm here to create the impact that I have with my end game, that vision that I see so clearly that nothing's going to stop me. Now, with your growth, yes, be prepared to spend a little. One lesson that I learned earlier on is you don't need to spend the whole bank to get out of the problem. So with the lesson, sometimes throwing more money at it isn't going to solve the problem. As an example, if you run Facebook ads or ads, you might have poor results when you come to a launch or you might have poor results when, or not quite, not quite poor results. You might not have the results that you initially desired. So let's say that you wanted, um, let's say that you had 1500 people sign up to your email list and join the wait list for a program. And then you had 15 people sign up. That's actually pretty good if it's the first time, but some people look at that and go, oh, I failed. I only got 15 people. And other people look at that and go, holy crap. I got 1500 people on my email list. And I had 15 people sign up. That's amazing. Now, there's two options. You can look at that that way and go, wow, that is fantastic and celebrate that because you should be celebrating that. But also when I say throwing money at it isn't going to solve the problem. If you had that amount of conversions and you were expecting to get, let's say, 900 people sign up, you throwing more money into the problem isn't going to fix it because the problem isn't more money or not enough money. The problem isn't the ads expenditure. The problem is probably in your messaging, in the way that you're communicating, perhaps you're not touching on a few points, things like that. That You know what? Working with me, you'll realize pretty quickly that these are the things you can look at to make minor adjustments, little tweaks, and see greater results. But don't go throwing the whole bank at a problem. Don't go throwing your money at a problem. If that is not, if money is not the problem itself, 
And I can tell you that the problem is never, ever going to be money. If if you're a part of my mastermind, you will know this from my masterclass. If you bought the masterclass that I did open up to become public, because this is a problem that so many people experience and so many people have asked for, in that you will see that money is never the problem. Money is the result. Money is never the problem. And throwing more money at a problem is not going to fix it, okay? All right, let's go. So number four, that you can manage your business growth. Focus. And when I say focus, I'm a Pisces, so I can be easily distracted. You know, that whole shiny object syndrome. Focus, focus, focus. So you already know where you want to be. You know where you're going. You have that clarity on that big picture vision, that end game vision of where you want to be. You've already chunked down those steps. So you have, you know, at least your quarterly goals from your 12 months. So you have your 12 months goals and then you've chunked it down to at least quarterly. Now you need to focus. Don't even bother with what your competition are doing. Some people look Let's even change that. Don't even bother with what everyone else in your industry is doing. I think competition is like such a harsh word for that because people in your industry aren't necessarily competitors. In fact, when you do Brand School Foundations, you will realize that there's not really anything or anyone that can compete with you because your brand, when you have it done right, is so unique. People will come to you for a reason. And that reason is going to be you, what you bring to the table the way that you do things, the way that you deliver whatever that message is. And then people won't. People go to someone else for the same reason, just they like them instead. And it's not necessarily they like them personally, but they're able to communicate in a different way to you. And isn't that such a great thing knowing that no matter what you do, there aren't really any competitors out there. Now, I know that there's a lot of people, a lot of... um, let's call them gurus or experts, that do say or suggest that you focus, look at what your competitors are doing. I don't. Personally, I think that's a waste of time. Why look sideways when you're running your own race? You know, there's a lot of people that say stay in your own lane. You don't need to worry about what other people are doing because you are doing your own thing. Your brand is unique to you. It's your blueprint that you create for you, for your business, and for your clients. That is what attracts your clients to you. Because you are doing you. You're not copying someone else. Because if you start copying other people or if you start looking at your competitors, chances are a little bit of their crap is going to rub off on you. And then next thing, you're offering the same thing in the same market and they're probably going to undercut you on price. Don't bother worrying or looking at what your competitors are doing. Instead, focus. Focus on your goals. Focus on your objectives. Focus on your growth. Focus on the areas that you're looking to grow in. So look at those quarterly goals and work out what areas you can work on to create growth in that area. Focus on being the best person offering that service. Focus on being the best service. Focus on giving the best service that you can give. Focus on giving the best products that you can give. But don't focus on things that don't matter. And you know what? Other people in your industry do not even matter. I often think of like a horse running a race with blinkers on, you know, so they can't see the other horses because you know what? The other horses are irrelevant to that horse running. It's only the jockey and the people, the the trainers, the standby, like the supporters, they're the ones that the other horses are relevant to. 
Does that make sense? Why would you bother looking sideways when you're looking at your own goal? Because anyone else in your industry is going to have a different vision for their business. So make it your own. Focus, focus, focus. The next one. All right, number five, change is your only constant in life. So let's embrace it. There's actually another saying that I came up with. I'm not sure whether I've heard it somewhere or whether I've actually came up with it. But, you know, I love sailing, so you're going to get a lot of sailing analogies coming through this. But rigid ships capsize with the storm. Flexible ships sail through. Now, not that not that ships are rigid or flexible. I mean, they're not bending over the waves. But if you can sail through, if you can remain flexible with what changes might need to occur while sticking to what's true to you, true to your brand, and that end vision, that end game that you have, you'll be able to wear through anything. Sometimes with growth, it can be a real pressure pot of challenges. Challenges is a good word for it, a pressure pot of challenges. And there's probably going to be, look, if you're going a quantum leap, there's probably going to be times when it gets tough. You're in a completely unknown territory. You're playing with the big kids now. You're playing in that bigger field. You know, you've got to step it up. And sometimes changing what we know and stepping into that unknown can be quite scary. It can be daunting. It can be, you know, change can be even be social media. You know, you've posted quotes all the time. Maybe it's time you post a picture of yourself. But that change can be daunting. It can be scary. And you might want to stop. But I challenge you to embrace it. Lean in to those things that are going to serve you. Lean in to the change that you might need to make. Now, I'm not talking about changing every five minutes because you don't see results. You're never going to see results if you're doing that. If you keep jumping from boat to boat to boat to boat to boat, you're never going to see results. But when you know what your end game is, you know what your goals are, you've got your focus. You are focused on those quarterly milestones. You're focused on those quarterly benchmarks. You know where you're headed. You know what to do. You have clarity around it. You're prepared to grow. You're looking at the lessons. You're investing in yourself and you're growing your team before you're ready. You can embrace change. And that change is going to become not only probably one of your biggest lessons, but one of your greatest assets. Ability to embrace change is something that more and more business owners and entrepreneurs need to have. If you are stuck in this place of this is how it should be and it's not like that for you, you need to change. You need to look within and work out where that is that you need to change. But you can't. Sometimes you've got to duck and weave. You can't just walk straight through a forest. You're going to get hit by the trees. Does that make sense? I hope so. I hope it does. Uh, And number six, look, these are very simple action steps, very simple things that you can do, but doing these, implementing these, knowing these as you're going into and desiring to get that period of bigger growth, you're going to manage it like a boss. Number six, under promise and over deliver. Doesn't that statement say it all? Under promise and over deliver. There's so many people out there that over promise, but under deliver. And then Not only does it tarnish their brands, their reputations, 
word of mouth, their customers, they're going to struggle. You can't promise the world and deliver a suitcase. So under-promise and over-deliver. And that could be anything. So if you say it takes 7 to 10 days for delivery, you might be able to get that done within 3 to 5. We might be able to get it done within 5 to 7. Get it there a bit earlier. Give them a little thank you card. You know, it could be online. Like I don't know whether I should be saying this or not. I offer all my students little gifts because I truly value because I truly value them trusting me and picking me to be a part of their journey to help them with their brands and help them with their businesses. And it's just one little way, an unexpected gift, although if you're listening to this, you're probably going to realize this, that I've given in the past to people just to let them know how much they matter. You know, it could be something that if you're in media, you know, people say, oh, we'll give you, if you give me $10,000 per month, I'll give you $20,000 worth of media coverage. But working with some people, they don't give you that. There's some months where you don't get anything. In fact, there's a lot of months where you don't get anything, but you still pay $10,000. If you were to say something like, look, I'm going to work for $20,000 coverage per month, you give me a percentage of that. And, and this is more about cost than anything. Look, it's very simple. It's a winning formula, under-promise and over-deliver. You will get trust. You will get respect. You will get increased word of mouth tenfold over and over and over again if you under-promise and over-deliver. Your customers are going to love it. They're going to love the experience that they have with you. Your team are going to love it because you're going to bring a whole new vibe to this growth period. It's not going to be dark and gloomy and challenging and, and stormy. You know, you're not going to be moody. It's going to be an amazing time for you. It's going to be an amazing time for your team. Under-promise, over-deliver. So let's do a quick recap on what we covered. So the six ways that you can manage your business growth. Know where you're headed. Have super sharp clarity on where it is that you want to go. Invest in yourself because it's going to pay the, the biggest dividends in the shortest amount of time. And grow your team even when you feel that you're not ready. That's going to help you generate some massive amounts of growth. Be prepared to spend a little but not the whole bank. Don't throw, monies at, don't throw money at problems when there's other solutions out there because until you learn the lesson, it's just going to be more problems, more money. Focus, focus, focus. Don't worry about your competition. Don't worry about anyone else in your industry. Focus on where you're going. You know your end game. You know your objectives. You know your quarterly goals. Focus on what you can do to help reach those markers. The next one was change is the only constant in life. So you need to lean into that and you need to embrace it because when you embrace change, new things aren't going to be so hard. You're going to be more flexible and you're going to see results a lot, a lot faster. And number six, it's like the golden rule, under-promise and over-deliver. Now, all of these are helping you build your brand at the same time. All of these are going to help you build your business and, and give you like a safe passage through these growth periods. Yes, more growth might be a little bit harder for you, but go into it with an open mind. Have fun in the process. Don't get down because things don't go your way. Lean into the change, embrace it, learn the lessons and move on. So if you found any of this interesting, if you want to read a little bit more in this, you can read my full article in Branded Magazine, which you can get by visiting. I'll put the link in the comments, but you can get this by visiting 
bit.ly forward slash branded mag. You can also get it on my social media, which is at Simone Griffiths Official. And also, if you would love to be featured in the branded magazine, or if you have something that you feel like you can contribute, then I encourage you to get access to it. In there, we have a get featured page. You can contact support at simonegriffiths.com if you want to be featured or if, if you want to share some some article, if you can bring value to anyone in business, anyone, anyone in business around the world. All right, friends, until next time, lean into these six steps every time you go through, even if it's the smallest, smallest stage of growth, and you will find you get to that next level much quicker time and time again. If you've enjoyed this episode, or if you've enjoyed any of them in the past, if you're the kind of person that likes to do good things for people, then share this with a friend. I'm sure that there is someone out there that this might be able to help too. And also, I would absolutely love it if you could subscribe to my channel and leave a review, positive is preferred, so that other people, other business owners and entrepreneurs can get access and get the goodness that we bring to this show every single week. Until next time, friends, keep doing these steps. Go through, get branded if you want to read more into these steps because there is a whole article on this plus many other goodies in there. Know where you're headed. Clarity is the biggest thing. I have faith in you. Lean into the challenge. Expect the growth and you'll get there. Until next time, friends, lean into your periods of growth. Do the six steps and you'll be able to manage it like the boss you are.